It's on YouTube. <laughs> Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. everybody welcome to the sincast this is chris atkinson from cinema sins joined as always by the voice of cinema sins jeremy scott oh yeah and from music video sins barrett share oh is that from rocky that's right <laughs> it is it is it's from films um <laughs> Today, we're going to be going back to our Guess the Goofs uh, game. Woo-hoo! I believe this is part five Guess of a series. The goofs. Uh, Guess, 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 today, Guess. Jeremy will be hosting it, and uh, Barrett and I will be going mono imano. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, we will we will see who reigns supreme once again. We have some rule changes, however. What are our rule changes this time? All right, so... As your quiz master today, I will kick it off with the rule changes. We have taken a lot of people's feedback. We got a lot of requests because last episode in particular, we ran into some unexpected circumstances that we had Mm -hmm. to negotiate our way through. And I took most of the fans giving us suggestions uh, as a really good thing. Um, Nobody seemed like miffed. I think everybody's enjoying the game. So we're going to start assigning point values to the clues that step down in value. So each, each guy is going to get up to four clues to guess his movie. Uh, If he guesses it on the first clue, he's going to get four points. Mm. If he asks for the second clue and then gets it, he'll get three points. If he asks for the third clue and then gets it, he'll get two points. And then finally, if he gets it after the final clue, he'll get one point. Mm -hmm. Now, if at any point along the way, he misses the other opponent will have a chance to steal. But here's where the wrinkle comes in. If the person stealing misses the question and there are still enough clues left, the original answerer can steal himself. Mm. Let me give you a scenario to work it all out because I know you're all like pouring a drink right now. So let's say that that Barrett guesses on the first clue, the four-pointer, and misses. This is what Jeremy did last game. (laughs) doofus chris can then steal for four points by answering right then with no clues but chris can also say quiz master i'll take that second clue and if he gets it on that one he will get three points Mm -hmm. all right because we stepped it down but if he misses then barrett has a chance to steal with the third clue but barrett can only get one point with that re-steal re-steals will only ever be worth one point If we get down in the clues so far enough that Chris gets all four of them and misses, obviously um, we won't be able to bear it, have steal a chance again. Uh, It was grammar done in a (laughs) chopper. But if, if say, I say I exhaust all my clues and I whiff, Mm -hmm. uh, Chris then has the opportunity to steal for one point, correct? Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then whoever has the most points at the end, Wins. I have a delightful 
tiebreaker. Go ahead, Chris. We've also decided, too, that if it's been, what, two clues and it's into the steel category, it's only a steal after that? Yes. What I have written is that if the steal is on the third clue, the stealer then requests the fourth clue but misses, the original answer will not get a chance to steal back at one point. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's it. That you only get you only get the one. So yeah, I like this uh, I like this new wrinkle, man. It's, and we'll uh, see how it goes. Stuff. And if we do have a tie, here's what I came up with. I have found a, an obscure American film. No. And I will I will give you a title and a summary and some of the players involved. And you will each have to tell me the year you think the film came out. If you tie on that, you need to tell me the date it came out. And well, if you tie on that, you're cheating. <laughs> <clears throat> uh I will. I will also. Uh, uh, I need to bring this up because it will come up if it comes up. I think I know where you're going. <clears throat> if the if it says 1991, but it came out in like 1990 or something, like they, um, like I, I always, or it would actually be the year after. That's where the more common thing is going to happen. Where it yes. says 1991, and it actually came out in 1992 in theaters, and like 1991 in a festival doesn't count for me. I agree it may count for some of you guys, but it doesn't for me. We go and look at the actual release date uh, in America, in the United States. And, you know, we'll, we, and if it's a 1990, if you say 1992 and it turns out release date was in 1992, then I think you're going to throw eggs at my house. I get it. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, what I have done is I have, I have checked the date on IMDb and on Wikipedia ah, and they okay. both have the same year and Wikipedia has the full release date. Uh, All right. Pretty sure we're not going to need this. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty sure I spent 30 minutes on it anyway. <laughs> mm -hmm, um, that's true. But are we ready to begin? I think so. All right. So the first thing we need to do is figure out who's going to go first. Um, I don't have a coin. Does anyone have a coin? Mm. This is we're, we're, We spent so much time on the Barrett's got a coin. All right. Barrett's got Good. a coin. Uh, since Barrett's going to flip it, Chris, you call it. All mm. right. I will call him. All right. Here comes the flip. He called heads. It is heads. All right, Chris, All right. you want to go first or second? I will go second. All right. That Deferring means until Barrett. the second half. That's right. Yeah, he's going to get the kickoff at the second half. <laughs> that means, uh, Barrett, you are up first round one. I am sticking. I'm not going crazy like Barrett did. I'm sticking with the years I used last time. 1990, okay. 1995, 2000. 2005, otherwise known as Chris's favorite year ever, yes. and 2010. All right. All so right. we are starting with 1990. Barrett, here is your first clue, the four-point clue. When Kimball lifts Penelope up at the end of the movie, Sylvester totally tries to look up her skirt. It's on YouTube. You had that ready to go. You were like, yeah. <laughs> when Kimball lifts yes. up Penelope. Yes, at, at the, the end of the end movie. Of the movie. Sylvester totally tries to look up her skirt. It's on YouTube. Looking it's on YouTube. Well now I wanna now I wanna explore that. That malfeasance by Sylvester. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That dirty bastard. <laughs> uh, 1990, Campbell, Penelope, Sylvester. 
For four points. Guess? I'm, I'm not going to guess at this point. I, I'm going to play this fairly. I shouldn't disclose my strategy, but. No, that's bad. In that's fact, bad. I'm not going to. There you go. He's going to so, be conservative. Yes, next uh, clue, please. Okay. The ferret makes a high-pitched squeaking noise repeatedly. Though ferrets can make a wide range of noises, this is a noise that real ferrets do not make. Though it is common noise for Hollywood ferrets to make. Mm, mm. And it's on YouTube. <laughs> it's on YouTube. <laughs> Penelope Sylvester Ferret. Hmm. I think I have a... Mm-hmm. Did the first uh, clue say at the end of the movie? It does. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I will take the next clue, please. Okay. When the firemen start escorting the students across the road after the fire, the fire chief's caprice has its trunk open. In the next shot, when Phoebe runs to the entrance, the trunk is closed. Oh, fuck. <sighs> when we're done here, I'm going to, at least on a couple of these, I'm going to try and explain my logic and the clue giving. Even so I think I, I think I have it. Um <sighs> question is do you want to guess and yeah, give up I mean, a possible do I, point do i get the yeah so if i uh if i guess and get it wrong chris can uh steal for two points steal for two points or get the last clue point. and yeah. can steal for one point i'm gonna <clears throat> i'm gonna start off gently and uh and and stuff so i'm gonna take one more clue but i think i have it all right early in the film detective kimball parks near a cinema showing the lost boys one of the stars is listed as Jamie Gertz with an S instead of Jamie Gertz with a Z. Early in the film? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, I'm glad I didn't answer. Shit. Read me. Can I have the third clue again, please? I'll take the third part first. Um, <laughs> when the firemen start escorting the students across the road after the fire, the fire chief's caprice has its trunk open. In the next shot, when Phoebe runs to the entrance, the trunk is closed. 1990. And I'm sorry, could you read the, the last clue one more time, too? The final clue? Yeah. Early in the film, Detective Kimball parks near a cinema showing the Lost Boys. One of the stars is listed as Jamie Gertz with an S instead of Jamie Gertz with a Z. And this is supposed to be the easy one, right? Uh, uh, I, I'll explain my logic, but... Uh, Dr. Kimball! That's, <laughs> That's the wrong one. Dr. Richard Kimball! I, re- I really thought um, that I had this. I'm going to guess Heathers. Uh, Heathers is incorrect. Chris, would you like to steal for one point? Yeah, I'll try. I I don't know if I know this movie. Maybe I do. Um, but I'll just go with it. I don't know if it's 1990 or 1991 when this came out, though. But I'll go with Backdraft. Oh, see, Backdraft is one that I was trying to trick you to. This is Kindergarten Cop. Um, oh, God. <laughs> I did tell my wife. I told the guys these were probably my easiest clues yet which is probably going to end up being a lie. Like I probably end up shooting myself in the foot by saying that. So the first clue, they'll, all you really get is the name Kimball 
And yeah. I don't know. I didn't know if that was going to be a tip off or not. Um, he has a pet ferret that entire movie. So he I figured does. if you were familiar with the movie, the ferret might help on clue two. I the am. Fireman. The, the third clue wasn't about the firemen as much as it was about the word students. Students um, and fire. And there was a fire. Of course, there's a fire at the end of Heather's. Of course, Heather's is 19. And then the last yeah. clip was giving you that he's a detective. Um, at least that was my, my logic. I have there. seen Kindergarten Cop probably five times. Oh. And, and wow. I should have gotten that. I so we got no points? Maybe seen it once. Uh, it's not right. a tumor. <clears throat> Shut yeah. up! Up! I, I, Shut up! Know, Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So no points on the board yet. No points. Quizmaster is a dick. (laughs) And we move to the second part of round one. Chris's 1990 movie. Uh, After this, I do want to run and put some more tea in my cup, if you don't. All right. Mm, All right, Chris, your first clue of your 1990 movie. The car that Victor gets for Clark and a white limo at the club have the same license plate. VKY. Seven two two. Give give me that one more time. The car that Victor gets for Clark and a white limo at the club have the same license plate. VKY seven two two. Okay, uh, let's go to the next one. In Clark's dorm room, there is a poster of Buster Keaton on the wall. In the ending credits, it is identified as Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, holy shit. I think I, I think I should know this one. Um, I think uh, one of my favorite parts about this game is the poker face of the guy whose turn it isn't because mm-hmm. I can never tell if they're like close to it or <laughs> trying to, it's fun for me. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's, let's go to the third clue. The stolen Mona Lisa is much too big to be the real one. However, being a con artist, Tina might be lying to Clark. <laughs> I can already feel Barrett already getting this one. I don't know. I, I actually paid no heed this time to whether or not I knew if you guys had seen these movies. That's probably a good, uh, probably a good thing, actually. Um, Clark. Seems like that should give it away. Mona Lisa. Vic. License plates. Mm. All right, let's go to the one-point clue. All right. The 40 or so diners pay the host $350,000 per plate for the meal, or $14 million total. (laughs) Jesus. The money is later seen in $100 bills and partially fills a small leather satchel. Actually, $14 million in $100 bill stacks would equal the thickness of 280 reams of paper, or an amount that would probably fill 15 to 20 of those leather satchels. Oh, man. I feel dumb for not knowing this. I'm a little worried maybe you haven't seen it. I feel dumb, though. Like, it should be, like, all the clues that you gave feel like they're they're describing the movie pretty Easily Clark, nineteen ninety, Mona Lisa, millions of dollars at the end. I'm going to be the first quizmaster to have a tie end in zero zero. <laughs> and the 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 main thing about this game is a lot of times movies just aren't popping in your head at all. You, right. you, you're sitting there trying to think of something specific, and I can't and I can't even think of one movie. 
Um, that happens to me a lot in this game. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to give it over to Barrett to steal from me. Barrett, would you like to try and steal? It is the freshman. It is the freshman. Mm-hmm. That was the one that I had freshman. after the first, uh, the first one. Yeah, I'm glad I went through the whole thing. Then I've seen uh, I've seen that movie probably ten times. Okay, I have, See, I've only I seen have, it twice. I have seen this movie. I saw it in theaters, and I don't think I've seen it again since. I was thinking the three hundred fifty thousand dollar plate meal might be a a tip the in that direction. The only thing I remember about the freshman is the exotic animals um, yeah. that they're eighty one. Uh, yeah, and there were a lot of goofs. That said the phrase Komodo dragon, and I didn't necessarily want to give that. That may have given it away, actually. Um, but yeah, <sighs> the you know, I just I remember that I, that's one of those movies I remember seeing in theaters. But I I, I know it's good. I haven't seen it since then. Though. It holds All up. Right. I saw it probably about uh, two or three months ago, uh, and a great cast uh, with uh, uh, is it Penelope Ann Miller? No, it's mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's Penelope yeah, it's Penelope Ann Miller, Miller. Bruno yeah, Kirby. Is- Bruno Kirby is in so many of these fucking. Yeah, he is. B.D. Wong, Maximilian Shell is the the chef at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, Frank Whaley is uh, is. Clark I remember Truman. Frank Whaley. Yeah. Uh, who's Mister? Uh, who is the guy in the Jeffersons? Mister Peabody. Oh, with like uh, Benedict. Paul uh, D- Paul Benedict is Paul Benedict, yep. is the guy. He, he was Mister Bentley. Yeah, Mister Bentley. But yeah, because uh, they they do some really deft Godfather stuff in that, and uh, and it's uh, yeah, it's a fun movie. I need to see it again. I tell you what, Brando is fucking hilarious in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he he start, he asks Matthew Broderick if he wants sugar in his cappuccino, mm-hmm. and uh, Matthew Broderick says like, "No, we're just a little bit or something like that." And as Brando's talking to him, he's he's just making eye contact with him. He just keeps sugaring, like pouring, like spoonful after spoonful after spoonful into this mm-hmm. cappuccino. He stirs and he sees it's so good. It's so good. I love that movie. Really, really good movie. All right. Are you guys ready to go on? Yeah. So Thanks. it should be one nothing Barrett right now. Yeah. That's right. what I got. Um, I'm going to make a bold prediction here. Um, sure to go wrong. Um, <laughs> I think you're both going to get these right. Okay. All right. Like this is these that's, are that's, that's not pressure at all. Uh these are I think some of these never mind. I'll shut up. <laughs> so it's Barrett's turn, right? Yep. yep. We have moved up to 1995. I'm 20 years old. Mhm. In the middle of my college just for, experience. Just for reference, Jeremy mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. 20 years old. That's right. That's correct. <laughs> he Here's has first had sex for the first time. <clears throat> yes. Uh 20 well, we'll come back to that. <laughs> Here's your first clue. The can of cat food changes from one that requires a can opener to one with a ring pull. I, I have a feeling this is one of those Fugazi things that has nothing to do with fucking cats whatsoever. Uh, but I could be wrong. I, I'm going to ask for the next clue, please. Okay. The monitor in the ICU shows Peter's blood pressure to be 29 over 11, not sustainable for life, and his heart rate is 80, too high for a coma. The line showing his heart rate is also flat, which is what happens when the heart stops beating. That is chock full of medical advice right there. That yes. good, good advice, too. That blood mm-hmm. pressure is actually terrible. Not sustainable for life. over 11. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's just write some numbers down, folks. And key them in. It'll be fine. Uh, okay, so Coma. Uh, what's his name again? What's the guy's name? His name is Peter. Peter, of course. So there's a cat food. Mm-hmm. There's Peter in a coma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, I'll, I'll take the next clue. <laughs> the Chicago River is various levels of frozen throughout the movie. During the opening credits, it is nearly entirely frozen over. During scenes of Lucy buying hot dogs or walking home with Jack, all of the ice is melted. I think our point system is, is going to be a little bit fucked because I'm going to, I think I know this, um, but I'm going to ask for the, the last one, please. Right. But by the end of the round, the point system is going to have one of yeah. you taking yeah, yeah. risks that you wouldn't normally take. And that's yeah, what I'm excited I got about. I got all right. So you want the final clue. Yes. When Lucy arrives at the hospital directly after the accident, her hair is wavy curly in one shot and noticeably straighter in the next. I believe this is while you were sleeping. It's while you were sleeping. Mm-hmm. Barrett gets a point. Chris, did you have that pick? Had it at three. Oh. Yeah, at the three point clue. Yeah. All uh, right. I th- that's where. What was the three point clue? Is it about the 29 over 11 and the 80? Yeah, that? that's. I mean, I was Just thinking the like. The mere mention of coma made. To, what's to a coma movie from 1995? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but again, the cat the cat thing was basically a fugazi. I mean, it has nothing to do with cats. Besides no, it does. She has she's taking care of his cat. I know. Um, I know. Because she feels responsible. It's but when, cat. You, when you think about while you were sleeping, you don't think cat movie. That's a cat movie. Mm. I think I when I think about while you were sleeping, I think about the cat movie. I, mm-hmm. I watched you <laughs> while you were in a coma. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Congratulations to Barrett. Uh, he now has two points earned from his own questions. No, one was a steal. One was a steal. Okay, Chris, are you ready for your I 1995 am. movie? I'm ready. Your first clue is this. Planes landing in New York City from South America would land at JFK Airport and not LaGuardia Airport. Okay, I've got something in my head, but uh, let's go to the next one. I'm already impressed. During the robbery, the firefighters arrive wearing Los Angeles fire helmets, not the black leather helmets used by New York. Hmm. Hmm, okay. Jill? Hey, Jill. Planes coming from South America, and we've got firefighters with the wrong shit on. They have the L.A. fire shit on. Mm-hmm. Got a handle on it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to the next one. In the hospital scenes, in the burn unit, the medical staff are gloved and gowned, but their surgical masks are pulled down under their chins. Their masks should be covering their noses, mouths, because burn victims are extremely vulnerable to infection. Because of all the burns and whatnot. Well, that's yeah, right. right. That's right. Oh, my God. Yeah, I have something in my head, but I don't know if I'm ready to answer it yet. Let's go to the next one. All right. The final clue. During the harbor scene near the end, the sound of the styrog is very muted, and yet he has no silencer attached. (laughs) (laughs) He ain't got no silencer. (laughs) You like the attitude I read some of these with? Yes. yes, Put myself into it. Oh, one movie I thought of is from the previous year, so I can't answer that. Um, Hang on, let me make sure I didn't fuck up. 
but it, it, I, I doubt it's that movie though. Yeah, it looks like I did not fuck up. Okay, good. Uh, let's see. There's a <laughs> the Steyer Og, which I only first heard of in Jackie Brown for the first time. Ooh, I only learned it uh, by playing Tom Clancy games on PC because ah, that's Tom one of the Clancy. rifles. You, I actually love that rifle in that game, but mm -hmm. in real life, you know, I'm not a big fan of high-powered rifles. Mm -hmm. And then there's a hospital with burn unit. So a lot of, yeah, it's an action movie. I'm going to go with something that's probably wrong, but I'll go with Die Hard with a Vengeance. That is incorrect. Barrett, would you like to try and steal for one point? Can you run down? Uh, uh, all right. I've got the, the, so it's a New York thing. You are entitled to any of the clues again at this point. So plane from South America should land in JFK, not LaGuardia. Yes. Right. Now, what was the second one again? During the robbery, the firefighters arrive wearing Los Angeles fire helmets, not the black leather helmets used by New York. So it's in New York. And then the third one? In the hospital scenes in the burn unit, the medical staff are gloved and gowned, but their surgical masks are pulled that's, down under their that's chins. Good. Yeah, I got you. And then the, the last one... Uh, sorry, the last one just from the beginning, please. During the harbor scene near the end, the sound of the styrog is very muted, and yet he has no silencer attached. Yeah. I'm going to guess the jackal. Hmm. It is the usual suspect. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, that, that, that title crossed my head because it's 1995, but I couldn't think of... I couldn't think of... Uh, like um, airplane from South America in that movie. I couldn't think of uh, the robbery during a fire, I guess I couldn't um, think of. No, it's the robbery where they, um, well, they light the cop car on fire um, mm, when yeah. they box it in. Um, I and was the hoping harbor scene, the harbor scene. I mean, yeah, everything that, that definitely is, you know, reminds me of, you know, usual suspects, but mm -hmm. God damn it. Yeah. All yeah. right. So no steel there. And yeah, we should, definitely should have gotten that. We yeah, are. Those at... were, uh, those were some cagey, cagey goofs. Right cagey goofs. Okay, when he goes. drops the coffee mug at the end. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> when it says Kobayashi on the bottom of the mug. Okay, so I kid you not, one of the goofs is when the coffee mug is dropped near the end, you can see there's nothing printed on the bottom of it. Mm -hmm, yeah. Why didn't I, you do that one? Because I'm not trying to, like, I could have also said, which, uh, Kaiser Soze's limp changes between shots. Right, right. <laughs> Um, all right. The, we the, are... the name verbal, the ver the name Kaiser Soze <laughs> means verbal Kent. All right, everybody, it's time to talk about Shudder. Shudder. <laughs> Look, there's some cool stuff on Shudder, man. There's a movie called Jacob's Wife on there that Barbara Crampton is in, and she is great. And uh, we interviewed the director of that movie. Nice. Uh, and uh, and uh, we we really enjoyed it. I see Dave made a maze is on there, which is, a, Oh, a, a, that's your those, jam, baby. Absolutely is on there. Uh, so, uh, there are a lot of like really cool things. And Jonathan was telling us that seance was going to be on there. We, another movie that we have talked to the director for. Yeah. It's so, already out. Uh, as of when this posts, 
Uh, Simon Barrett, writer extraordinaire for VHS, the VHS series, of which yes. there's another one coming there's out. There's a new on one, Shutter. yeah. Uh, and and many other like mumble gore horror type of things. Uh, his feature, uh, Seance, is on there too. Uh, there's some great stuff on Shutter right now. Mm-hmm. Guys, guys, everybody, everybody just notice where you are in time right now. It's October. You know what mm-hmm. October means. It's mm-hmm. autumnal. Right, mm-hmm. you start you start getting a little little crisp in the air. You start, you know, the days are getting shorter. You're starting to feel a little spooky. You want to log in to a a, a streaming service that is curated specifically to creepy movies, scary movies, uh, horror movies, uh, supernatural movies, and that's Shutter, S H U D D E R. Uh, this is a streaming service that I absolutely adore. What Chris was saying, uh, is is some really, really interesting content on there. Really, really interesting movies, uh, that we have seen Carrie, the original Carrie, Brian De Palma's Carrie from 1976 is on there right now. They're doing a 61 day binge of Halloween movies, uh, right now. This is the time to sign up for Shudder. Uh, they just did an Elvira 40 year anniversary special. Yeah. Uh, I am an Elvira fan, uh, mm-hmm. and I am totally going to be watching the Elvira, uh, 40th anniversary. Very scary, very special special. That's what it's called. actually. Yeah. And they have uh, a new season of creep show coming and that's going to be awesome. And, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the Joe Bob Briggs stuff, that's going to be awesome. So like, you know, I mean, there's a, there is a lot of great content on there right now. There's also, man, we, we have a, like almost a personal connection with this PG psycho Gorman is on there. And that is your jam, Chris. (laughs) Yes, it is. Apparently going to be my jam. I'm going to log on to shutter and probably watch that tonight. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I listen, man, when it comes around this season, I am going to find horror movies just because it it's comforting. It's fun. And it's just like, you know, this is the time to, uh, to get your, get your freak on. <laughs> yes, indeed. That's correct. The freak. And listen, well, you know, when this drops, it'll be right at the beginning of October. You sign up. For Shutter, go to S-H-U-D-D-E-R dot com and use promo code SINCAST. Listen, folks, it's 30 days free. It's free. 30 days free, which means you go through this entire Halloween season for free. You got mm-hmm. access to all of this content, curated yeah, stuff awesome. for Halloween. I'm telling you, baby, this is it shutter.com and promo code syncast 30 days free it baby free get, get mm-hmm. your freaky get your shutter on and mm-hmm. and and thank us later get your freak on get your freak on <laughs> freak on <laughs> f-r-e-e-k all right we are up to the year 2000 we're yeah. going to do round three all right baird is up Ooh, first this this and um <clears throat> In the year 2000, uh, Chris and I were working at Hollywood 27 together. We were indeed, yes. Here we go. Here's your first clue. Set in 1991, 
but a newspaper has a Kia advertisement. Kia <laughs> sold its first cars in the U.S. in 1994. Hmm. Hold on. The movie is set in 1991? Yes, although the goof simply says, set in 1991, but a newspaper has a Kia advertisement. So, Oh, meaning to imply that movie was... Set yes, in but the words are not there, but that is what they are implying. 2000 movie. Uh, <laughs> We're not on the golf course anymore, man. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, okay, I'll take the, the next one, please. All right, second clue. This is a long one, so please hang on. <clears throat> when Murph is dropping off his son at the son's home after their bar play date, the boy begins to cry as Murph is telling him his mother may find a new dad for the kid. Uh, as the boy begins to cry, he lifts him up and puts him on his lap to console him. When he places his hand on the boy's head, you can clearly see a wedding band tan line from the recently removed wedding ring, which is inconsistent with the character's current relationship status. That is a fatal flaw. I'm telling you. You did not check to see, um, or, or you didn't, it wasn't in the front of your mind that we had seen these movies, correct? Is that what that you That is said? correct. I paid that no heed. I, all I was trying to do was make sure that these were movies the general public was aware of. I hate to ask you to read that one again, but would you mind, please? When Murph is dropping off his son at the son's home after their bar play date, the boy begins to cry as Murph is telling him that Sorry, his mother their- may find... After their bar play date? Yes. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. The boy begins to cry as Murph is telling him his mother may find a new dad for the boy. As the boy begins to cry, he lifts him up and puts him on his lap to console him. When he places his hand on the boy's head, you can clearly see a wedding band tan line from a recently removed wedding ring, which is inconsistent with the character's current relationship status. Okay, I'm glad... I, I did that again because it's not what I'm thinking. Uh, next one, please. Yeah, I'm glad too. Um, <clears throat> while the men are in the lower chamber watching movies, a copy of Blade Runner, the director's cut, is on the table. The movie is set in 1991. The director's cut of Blade Runner was released in 1992. While the men are in the lower chamber? That is correct. All these date inconsistencies, man. Uh, only two, only two date. The other one was a tan line on a wedding ring inconsistency. Tan line on your ring finger. Um, I will take the final goof. See when Irene runs to the crow's nest during the storm, she closes her umbrella before she enters. After she gets inside, she closes it again. <laughs> it's kind of a dick move, if you if you, if you ask me. <laughs> Um. Oh yeah. I mean that that all points to. I didn't think this uh, would be that hard, but I'm a the, dick. I no, guess. no, no. I think I, th- I think I've got it. The third one. What was the third one? Just uh, in general, again. When the men are in the lower chamber watching movies, a copy of Blade Runner: The Director's Cut is on the table. What's up with that? I think I got this wrong. I think I got this wrong, but I am going to guess me, myself, and Irene. That is incorrect. Chris, would you like to steal? Is this a perfect storm? It is a perfect storm, uh, and Chris is on the board. All right. Yeah, I no, remember that's where the last time. Yeah, that's where <laughs> on the a two thousand, and I was wrong. And then I was like, "Oh my god, am I going to be the guy who continually 
guess it's a perfect storm. Guess it's a perfect storm. I think I've I think I guessed Die Hard with a Vengeance last time in the 1995 as well. So I was sitting there going, "Am I going to be that guy that just keeps on naming a movie until I get it right?" Yeah, eventually you'll be right. God damn, I should have known that. All um, right, no Murph. I know Lower Chamber should have given it away. Um, well, and if I'm honest, I'm pretty sure that one said below deck and I changed it cause I didn't want to give away the boat. I, day, so that's I, what I was last. sitting there thinking on that. Now, I've one seen as that well. movie several times too. Damn it. That All movie right, holds up better than its effect do. Um, yeah, it does. Yeah. That's Wolfgang Peterson, right? Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, I'm a big fan of the, like uh, dirty, grungy George Clooney. I like that version of him. Yeah. Not like in a sexual way. Well, maybe yeah, I wouldn't yeah. know. Yeah, well, maybe. No until you try it. I'm Chris. a fan of dirty, grungy Marky Mark. That's right. That's Chris, right. you and have John an opportunity to tie or take the lead here mm-hmm. with your third round movie. All right. From the year 2000, here's your first clue. If Let me say something quick. If you plan to answer after this clue, let's talk first. <laughs> okay. Okay. I will do. Because... Because the second clue will alter something you may assume after the first clue. Hey! Hey! I'm sorry we've right. given you this same warning if you... All right. All right. Here's your first clue, Chris. There were over 50,000 casualties at the Battle of Gettysburg, but fewer than 10,000 died. Uh, say that again, because I'm not, I'm not hearing the film flaw in there. There were over... Well... What I'm assuming is the movie states a higher number of dead, oh, and okay. this goof is correcting that. Okay. And the the reason I wanted to give you a caveat is that I this is not a Battle of Gettysburg era movie, and I didn't mm. want you to guess the North and the South or something like that. Um, <laughs> North and the I South. know that was on the tip of your tongue. Um, there were over 50,000 casualties at the Battle of Gettysburg, but fewer than 10,000 died. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. All right. Um... Yeah, I, I think I know what you're what you're saying here. Um, it doesn't give me any insight into what movie it is, but I'm going to go with the next clue. Okay. In the early 1970s, igloo coolers were galvanized steel, not plastic, as shown. Hmm. And very inaccurate about Gettysburg. Shame on the movie. Mm-hmm. Shame. Mm-hmm. Ring the bell. Right, let's shame. go to the next one. The third clue for two points. The helmets are of a late 1990s design, which are much more strongly designed and made than those actually worn in the 1970s when the movie takes place. Oh, man, I had a title that went through my head that was like, that's it, but it's not it. Mm. That is not it. Mm. All right, let's go to the next one. All right, here is your final clue for one point. High school football rules in 1971 did not allow a recovered fumble to be advanced by the recovering team. This happened several times in crucial situations. Okay, uh, remember the Titans? That is correct. It is remember the Titans. It looks like Barrett had that one locked up, ready to go. I had that after the first one. And oh my, at after the Battle of Gettysburg, because he gives that speech. He, is goes, that where you he got takes that? him to, to. They run to Gettysburg. I just saw this maybe a few months ago. That probably wow. helps. Okay. Yeah, he does some speech about we're standing on the ground of Gettysburg, and this is where all these brave men died, yeah. but they died as a team, and they have died because the football game was important. 
I'll tell you that's, what. Uh, that's verbatim. <laughs> I'll tell you what went through my head briefly when I and then I had to shut it down was the movie Frequency, which came out in two thousand. Yeah. Um, it wasn't just set. It was set in the sixties. Is is the reason why I didn't say it, but. Uh, but you know, you have helmets, you have, he was a firefighter and all that was in there. So like, that was a, you know, that was something that was going through my head, but, uh, but you know, frequency is set in both the sixties and the present day. So it couldn't just be set in the seven. And of course it's not set in the seventies, but, um, it's in the sixties cause they keep, cause he talked, Caviezel talks to Dennis Quaid and says, uh, you know, talks, talks to him about the Mets world series and, all that, and that's 1969. Hmm. So. All right, everybody, it's time to talk about better help. Yes, <laughs> better help. Uh, think about yourself, folks. We're, we're getting into autumn. We're getting into winter. We're getting into the holidays. We're still, in case you didn't notice, we're still in a pandemic. There's mm. a lot going on out there, folks. You got to think about yourself, and you got to take care of yourself. I am so happy to proselytize about counseling and especially better help and their interface uh, because I have seen so much progress in myself recently and I ain't gonna lie it, it wasn't easy to get there uh, but you know now that I've got some momentum it's 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 really spectacular better help makes it super easy to log on uh, from your house, from your tablet, from your uh, phone, from your laptop, whatever, and conduct your visit right there. I had to go for a doctor's appointment fairly recently, and I had to deal with the front desk person. I had to deal with the phlebotomist. I had to deal with the nurse. I had to deal with the doctor. I had to deal with the insurance person. Now, that is a physical doctor appointment, but a lot of times with counseling, you'll get something similar where you've got to check in with the receptionist. You've got to, you know, check in with, you know, some other administrative staff. You have to talk to your therapist then and insurance and all that stuff. Not to say that that doesn't have a place, but at BetterHelp, it skips all that stuff. Uh, you go straight to your therapist uh, with any concern. You can message them at any time. You can schedule everything at any time on your uh, personal counseling room, and it's freaking awesome. I have been in therapy off and on for about oh, seven, eight years now, and I, of course, had been in therapy a couple other periods in my life. And uh, even when you score, you know, one of those big, oh, I figured something out about myself and why I am the way I am, and don't get me wrong, that is huge, and it does help improve your life moving forward to start understanding why you are the way you are a little better, um, I have found. Uh, but it doesn't have to end there. Listen, we're complicated, most of us tightly woven, uh, <laughs> complex beings with we don't all we don't have one issue. And then, oh, it's fixed, and yay, I'm back to life and everything's normal, right? So you know, I, I over three or four years, I, I conquered a big issue for me and it was huge. And I took a little time off even thought, well, I'm good now. I don't need therapy for right now. And um, and I was good for a while. But then I, I started having anxieties that had nothing to do with that issue that I'd conquered. Mm -hmm. They were different related to other areas of my life. And I'm, I'm not trying to scare you by saying, you know, 
it's a forever commitment. I guess what I'm trying to say is that uh, it's a long road. And if you're willing to commit to it, it's rewarding as hell. Every time I find something new that I can understand and work on, it's elating. It's like coming out of a great action movie or mm-hmm. coming home after your first date. There's like a lift from making this kind of progress. And that's all I'm trying to do uh, is help other people have that same experience as they work on bettering their mental health. You're absolutely right. And and look, work on what you need to work on. But <laughs> Jeremy is so right in that, uh, you know, you hear people say, oh, I'm depressed and that's it. Oh, well, it ain't it ain't always that simple, folks. Sometimes there's a lot of stuff like kind of interweaving and, and you need a licensed professional to help you with that. Um, just like maybe I've got heart disease or like high blood pressure or something like that. There's a lot of factors that go into that. Are you a smoker? Are you, are you eating high fat foods? Are you exercising regularly? It ain't just one solution, but you need people who know what they're doing to walk you through that. Better help. H-E-L-P is the way to go. You've probably heard us talk about this before, but if you've been, you know, putting it off, putting it off, put it off, this is the time, folks. This is the time. Betterhelp.com slash Sincast, 10% off your first month. First month is critical. I cannot stress that enough. It's just something that we are very passionate about and that uh, we think uh, would be beneficial to a lot of people. Betterhelp.com slash Sincast. Go forth and better help. We have two rounds left. Chris has evened the score. Both mm-hmm. contestants have answered one of their own correctly and stolen. I'm seeing a lot of ones on this spreadsheet. And in rounds yeah. four and five, I'm hoping to see a like, two or a three. What would be very interesting is if we had gone the opposite because both Barrett and I have known something at the three or four point clue. Yeah. 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 So yeah. And unfortunately for Barrett, this round, he has the much harder one. <laughs> okay. As long as it's not red eye. I just, all I'm saying is we did this in a, such a way that I could not have fucked with you on purpose. I simply can't have. That's true. Because uh, mm-hmm. I didn't know. I didn't know what you were going to flip. I didn't know what he was going to call. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought he would you know, defer to halftime in a game where there is no <laughs> halftime? That's true. Because I would have gotten the freshman early. I would have gotten uh, Remember the Titans early, too. Yeah. But, yeah. And I would have uh, gotten be... Why You Were Sleeping. And I would have gotten um, a Perfect Storm early. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. All right. Here we go. We have jumped up to 2005. This is the year where Chris has seen every movie um, and regretted it because it's one of the Mm. worst years of film history. It is. It is. Barrett, your first clue. When Raji is talking to Nick, his silver chain is repeatedly in slash out of his shirt between shots. Next one, please. When Elliot pauses the video of himself in Edie's home, he pauses it on one still and when the video restarts, it starts from a different still. Hmm. Interesting. Can you say that one again, please? When Elliot pauses the video of himself in Edie's home, he pauses it on one still. And when he restarts the video, it starts from a different still. I'll take the next one. I'm sorry. <clears throat> when the main character comes downstairs at Edie's house, he mistakenly quotes, knocking on heaven's door. Wait, I'm sorry. A different character mistakenly quotes knocking on heaven's door. That cold black cloud is coming down. But the correct lyrics are that long black cloud 
is coming down. The main character comes down the stairs. Yes. Then somebody says that Cold Black, somebody else says that Cold Black Cloud is coming down. Yes. Um, incorrect. I've given you several names so far, but there are some I can't give you, like the main character's name. I are you ready tell. for your fourth clue, or do you want to make a wild stab? Uh, I will admit, this is the hardest batch of clues in this whole round, or this whole thing. I apologize. Yes, and Kindergarten Cop was so easy. All right, next one, please. <laughs> Good thing I put that weighted nickel in your pocket so that I could mm, control the That's flip. true. All right, your final clue. At the beginning of the movie, as the main character stands up to go to the restroom, he closes his suit once. And as he enters the bar, he closes his suit for the second time. Hmm. Okay. Somebody is talking to somebody. A little chain is hanging out. Then it's not hanging out. Then I, uh, yeah. I would put more emphasis on the people than the chain. But hey, you do you. <clears throat> do you want me to read it again? Yeah, who are the names again, please? When Raji is talking to Nick, his silver chain is repeatedly in slash out of his shirt between shots. Raji is in R-I-R-A-J-I? Yes. Talking to Nick. Okay, that happened. And then the next round of, of the next one is... When Elliot pauses the video of himself in Edie's home, uh, he pauses it on one still. And when he restarts the video, it starts from a different still. Elliot. <laughs> Elliot. I'll be right here. Um, then the main character comes down and their uh, lyrics are misquoted from Knocking on Heaven's Door. And then at the beginning of the movie, as the main character stands up to go to the restroom, he closes his suit once. And as he enters the bar, he closes his suit for a second time. You took one dip, and then you dipped again. <laughs> you dipped again. That's like putting your whole mouth in the dip. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Timmy, but I will dip the way that I so choose. I'm going to make a wild guess. This is wrong. Hustle and flow. That is not correct. Chris, would you like to try and steal? I would. I will say this. The fact that you're saying main character makes me think that I'm wrong, but I thought I may have had this at the uh, four point clue when you said the first thing, but I'm going to go with crash. Ooh, no. Yeah. Um, that, I knew once you said main character, there's no such thing as a main character. In right. <laughs> yeah, All right. True. So let me, let me give you that third clue again, Barrett. When Chili comes down the stairs at Edie's uh, house, this other person who uh, looks like it's called Sin, S-I-N, mistakenly quotes knocking on heaven's door. Well, so this is 2005, right? Mm -hmm. So is it Be Cool? It's Be Cool. Be Cool. <clears throat> no, there's and no I, fucking way I would have gotten, I mean, I've seen half of that movie, I think. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, saw, I have seen it, but I, I don't remember it. It sucks ass. I felt like if I said Chili the name, you would have that would give it away. away. And by know. taking you Chili can, away, it made it too hard. Get it out! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You, you may have an opportunity to steal if Chris somehow misses this one <laughs> from the from the year in which he saw every movie. Yes. Yeah, but you, I didn't steal yours, so that's true. This is true. true. 
This mm-hmm. is true. All right, Chris, are you ready for your first clue? Yeah. The brochures on the table at the clinic change position between shots. Brochures at the clinic change positions. Uh, I'm going to go with the next clue. The calendar on his refrigerator, the calendar hanging on his refrigerator has only six days in each week. What a dick. <laughs> he is a dick. Everybody's a Fuck, dick in these man. things. <clears throat> six days calendar. And then the brochures are all fucking around. <laughs> brochures all fucking around mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the next one. The next one. When Andy is talking to the girl from Minnesota, he remarks the land of a thousand lakes. The actual motto is the land of 10,000 lakes. Hmm. I know for a fact I've seen this movie. Uh, let's go to the last one. Final clue. When Dawn of the Dead is being played on the TV sets, it is being played out of sequence. Yours at the clinic. Six-day calendar. What was the, um, the third clue again? When Andy is talking to the girl from Minnesota, he remarks the land of a thousand lakes. The actual motto is the land of 10,000 lakes. Mm. The girl from Minnesota. The girl from Minnesota has lakes. Damn, damn, damn. Damn. Well, well, well. Damn, where is that kid? <laughs> um, sounds like it would be a comedy, maybe. All right, I'm. I give up. I don't know it. You're not going to guess anything. Uh, Miss Congeniality two. Good call, but uh, not correct. Uh, Barrett, would you like to steal? Is it the forty year old virgin? It is the forty year old virgin. Mm. This is not a good look for me. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I guess I was trying to give you the TV sets are playing. Yeah. The Dawn of the Dead, so that you would no, maybe register those sense. multiple. I TVs. just didn't. I just didn't think of it. Yep. Well, all right. Barrett's probably feeling a little better about that whole "be cool" shenanigans. You look <clears> like <throat> a man o' lantern. All right. So, as we go into our final round, oh, we have I, two points, Chris. Oh, three points, Barrett. Ah. Mm. Two points, Chris. Three points, Barrett. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Barrett. Your final one. Are you ready? 2010, I am ready. When driving across the George Washington Bridge, the trees are in full fall colors. In all other scenes, the trees are all green. What is it about every goddamn version of this game has something about driving into New York City? It kind of does seem like that, right? There's but somebody out there, the there's an MPB goof writer who the lives there. Tunnel, or the mm. George Washington Bridge or the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah, or some uh, bridge in Washington, or <laughs> yeah. Uh, when they're driving out there, it's uh, it's fall colors. I I get distracted. I'm sorry. It's fall colors on the leaves. There. Okay. When driving across the George Washington Bridge, the trees are in full fall colors. In all other scenes, the trees are all green. Okay. Next one, please. After the office blows up, you can see an ambulance with a phone number on it that started with a 718 New York area code, but they are supposed to be in New Jersey. I'll take the next one, please. When Alan's wife crosses the street dressed as her mother to come talk to him, Alan's dark earpiece is visible during their conversation. Okay, New Jersey, office explodes. Say that last one one more time. 
When Alan's wife crosses the street dressed as her mother to come talk to him, Alan's dark earpiece is visible during their conversation. I'm going to make our first uh, early guess here. Oh, that must mean he's close. I think it's the other guys. It's the other guys! He is correct. (laughs) Uh, Means I'm going to have to go for it on this one. (laughs) You are... Let's see. Barrett now has... That was a... Two pointer. So Barrett now has a total of five points. Chris, you have three. So no, if you I want have two, to, Chris right? has two. two. Oh yes, Chris, you have two. So mm-hmm. you either have to go for it on the first clue to win, mm-hmm. which looking at it, I might caution against, or the second clue <laughs> <laughs> to tie. Barrett which, is right. We shouldn't have any of those kind of. Uh, shenanigans um, all right these, so. i wasn't trying to sway his impact as much as i was trying to say the clue's not going to help him mm-hmm. uh, but i apologize it seems like i'm playing favorites and uh, the coin is really the one that played favorites i should stay out of it <laughs> uh, chris i hope you guess on the first one there mm-hmm. i evens it out yeah all right <clears throat> your first clue the only clue if you want to win in the boathouse scene you can see the boom mic above their heads boathouse scene huh i don't think that's any i'm trying to think of movies with boathouses oh who am i kidding the boathouse was the time (laughs) uh okay i will go for the tying clue all right the injured bird in the movie is a eurasian collared dove but when they set it free we can hear the singing of a canary bird or a similar small type of bird hmm well, I guess Barrett wins, because I don't know what this is. Barrett, would you like to steal to pile on the score on the opponent you've just defeated? I mean, Chris does have... I mean, if he wants to just put points on the board, he does have the option to to keep going down. I think I have an answer. Um, well, but, you can't lose points. Yeah, I mean, so do we want to run through the the rest of the clues? Well, I, I I can I can go through and see if I can answer it. Sure. Okay. All right. During the water park scene, the bodybuilder is seen to remove his sunglasses and toss them on the lounge chair. In the next shot, they are back at his face. In the following shot, they are back on the lounge chair where they landed when he tossed them down. <laughs> the water park scene. It may be that you've not seen this movie. It, it may be. You're definitely uh, aware to, of it. Go to the next one. The number 55 on the back of Eric's jersey changes width and style multiple times during the basketball game at the end. Basketball game at the end. They're never going to let me host this game again. <laughs> I, 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 I genuinely think, I don't know, it, when it comes time to come up with something like there's no real time limit. Right. But we have that pressure of there being some sort of yeah. a time element here. And I could sit here and think for days about these things, but you know, nothing is coming up in my head about it. So no, I don't know this one. All right, bear. What's your guess just for Man, shits and giggles. I, well, I was, and, and this is not my guess, but I was after the canary thing, I was going to guess the prestige. Um, oh. but, uh, with the uh, basketball scene and the water park, um, I think you've already done Adventureland, so that doesn't make sense. I, uh, I have not ever seen this movie. Hmm. But I feel like somebody who's seen this movie even three or four times would probably get it from 
boathouse, bird release, water park. So I'm wondering if you guys have even seen this much. <laughs> uh, the boathouse scene actually reminded me of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part two, but I'm pretty sure part one, uh, but I'm pretty sure there was no basketball scene <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know, like American Reunion or something like that. Guys. It's Grown Ups. <clears throat> uh, no, I didn't see this. Yeah, I think That's... I've seen it, but I think I put it out of my mind. It's uh, one of those. I, I normally would watch every Adam Sandler movie, but I I got tired of the older Adam Sandler because he didn't he didn't do anything like goofy anymore. Man, it's just uh, you know, it's it's a bunch of nonsense now. No, I never saw this one. All uh, right. So there you go. Barrett takes it. My first win. My hey. first win. Hey. I'm excited. Yeah, On man. On a score of five to two. On and our then, new it, does add, it does add a great dynamic, this new scoring system, because yeah. now because now you have, you know, uh, incentives to go for it early and you have, uh, I mean, obviously I think most of them are going to go down to one most of the time, but um, it does add, it does add strategy to the game. So I, but also for it, if we had flipped, like if the coin had come out different, however, it won instead of five to two, this score would have been nine to seven. I'm or thinking something. Yeah. Something you guys like both would have gone before the, the final clue on at least a couple of those. Hey, what yeah. was the final clue with the, the other guys, by the way, whenever uh got there, uh, when he strips Alan of his badge and gun, he holds the gun with his finger on the trigger, which is bad trigger discipline. Mm. Is that uh, Michael Keaton's character, I guess? I don't know. I've never seen that movie all the way through. Are you serious? That movie fucking rules, man. <laughs> I know. I've watched many pieces of it, um, but not start to finish. Did you enjoy what you saw? Uh, not as much as you guys, but we're not talking about like a Jeremy and vacation kind of situation here where i don't think you're wrong i think it's probably that good to most people but yeah. i don't know i th- i think there's something about mark mark Wahlberg doing comedy that i struggle with um he's the straight um, man in this though and you know it's <laughs> he's got that scene where he comes in to his ex-girlfriend's uh ballet studio and he's like if you were with me you wouldn't be working it on these poles doing it for money and she's like, this is ballet class, not a fucking strip club. The poles are horizontal. You wouldn't be in here shaking that ass for money. Um, I suppose the, so the next one that we do will be me as host. That's and, right. Uh, and uh, what are our records now? What do we got? What, um, so you All got- right. So Jeremy won the first one. Mm-hmm. And Chris won the second. Mm-hmm. Then Chris won the third. Jeremy won the fourth. So Jeremy and Chris are each have two wins. And Barrett has one. Yes. I'm on the board. So we both have two wins, one loss, Jeremy. And then Barrett has one win, two losses. That's right. It looks like that. Yes. So you beat, I beat you. You beat Barrett. Oh, I have, I'm two and two. I beat Barrett and you beat me. So. Oh, oh, so wait a minute. There was one. So you beat me and then I beat you and then I beat Barrett. Mm-hmm. I thought I lost. I guess not. I guess that's right. Two and one. Yeah. 
yeah. thought I lost one. I have now lost twice, so I'm two and two. After today. Yeah, after today, yeah. Uh, but well, yeah, because I be, did not participate today. That's correct. So um, I uh, I will be the host on the next one. Um, uh, it'll uh, so uh, hopefully I can come up with some brain busters for that. So that was our fifth edition of Guess the Goose, and Barrett emerged victorious. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to talk a little bit about our sin club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you were a member of our sin club, by the way, at any level, at the the three dollar level, at the five dollar level, at the ten dollar level, at the six thousand dollar level. Oh, the six thousand, yeah, yeah. That's that's the real stuff. That's you the would one Paris you Hilton you got. could be listening to my my winning match right now before anybody else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Before anybody mm-hmm. else, I'll yeah. give you one better. I'll give you one better. Uh, all three of our levels come with Discord benefits, mm-hmm, and yep. that includes access to specific uh, fan club, sin club channels on Discord, and I believe there are pieces of flair or the like. But mm-hmm. you should know a handful of our sin club members play a regular game of Guess the Goofs yeah, on so. our Discord. <laughs> and you can participate in this game um, if you just sign up at any level, even the $3 a month level. Uh, all levels get all of our content early before the general public. That is a perk for a lot of people that I think is probably the favorite one. We also do mm-hmm. bonus content. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we do bonus podcasts every month. Uh, we do bonus videos where we do sinmentaries, where we get together and watch old sins videos and cringe at some of the shit we used to say. <laughs> That's yeah. the real shit right there. <laughs> yes, That's what is. you should be signing up for, folks, to <laughs> mm-hmm. see, especially when Chris and Jeremy uh, will will. It's essentially a reaction video uh, to the old CinemaSense videos, and it is gold. You mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. worth everything yeah not so, like your life uh, or anything for those of you who are a part of patreon thank you so much and mm, uh indeed. and uh and uh you know we uh look forward to new members getting on there and uh, joining in on the fun so yeah. um, mm-hmm. uh all right well that's going to do it for this week keep going to sincast presented by cinema sins on facebook we're also on cinema sins twitter music video sins twitter discord and uh soundcloud that's going to do it for this week it's chris atkins and jeremy scott barrett share we'll see you next time thanks for listening comment on our episodes on our soundcloud page check us out on youtube twitter facebook and reddit and be sure to visit cinemasins.com Dude, why do you keep putting this favorite shouting match question in the agenda? (laughs) Wherever you're copy-pasting that from keeps showing up in the agenda. Yeah, exactly. We Uh, haven't done it yet. Yes, we have. We've definitely done it. 100% done it. Because I did the Suicide Squad where they yell, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, and my mother-in-law was uh, outside. I did Crimson Tide. I did The Insider. You forgot why do I keep copying and pasting? <laughs> well, the first time you did it, I wrote back, I think we did this last time. And then you just kept including it, and I just kept ignoring it. I'm just <laughs> going to keep doing it. <laughs> it's <laughs> your favorite shouting match, Jeremy. <laughs> I told you! I'm pretty sure that song's in the Italian job. Yep. Really?
Well, is it, it a says, cover or is it uh... performed by Scott Weiland slash Duff McKagan, Matt Sorum, and Dave Kushner? That's Did... uh, Guns N' Roses and Scott Weiland. That's Velvet Revolver, essentially. Okay, I, I, I don't know the name of it, but yeah, Scott Weiland and Slash, I recognize. But yeah, that's obviously not the original version. They yeah, did a I'll... cover of Pink Floyd's Money? Yeah. I've yeah. got to hear that shit, man. Ostensibly, know. it looks like Gilmore was called to replace Sid Barrett, but mm. Sid Barrett was there for like another, I guess, a year or something, writing songs. But then after that, they kicked him out, I guess. Yeah, the only thing is, and this is this is going to be true of any – uh, act that has been around for 40 to 50 years is that they can't hit those high notes anymore. So when you have in your head what a song is like and they can't quite hit it, it's like, it's nails across the chalkboard. Or when they tune down or play like two and a half <laughs> yeah, steps yeah, down yeah, and you like, can what? tell that the song has been lowered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the only person that can do that now is Stevie Wonder. But it, you've you've all seen the uh, the stuff with Bon Jovi, right? Where he goes out and he's like, "Oh, we're halfway there," and then he puts a microphone out to the crowd. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he knows he can't fucking hit that shit. Yeah, yeah. I saw Ed Sheeran on some MTV award show with uh, John Mayer. They were doing Ed Sheeran's song, like uh, "Thinking Out Loud," I think it was, hmm. but. They were. They might as well have been singing bass, like they had so clearly lowered the the song so they'd be able to hit the notes live. Because oh, Jesus, in the studio, listen, I was never very good, and I was my, neither was my band. But I recorded enough to know that you you can you can push yourself in a studio session to hit that note that one time and get it, and it, and it makes everything perfect. But doing it live is not the same thing at all, and. Uh, that's yeah. hilarious the holding the microphone out to the audience i used to do i've told you this <laughs> joke before but i used to sing jailhouse rock and i didn't know the third line so i'd always take a drink right then so i would always do a one through a party at the county jail the prisoner was there and they began to will who doesn't do that is uh matt bellamy from muse uh Muse can fuck it. You've seen a Muse show, haven't you? I have. Chris, yeah. I have, he can indeed. fucking wail. Jason Raz is the same thing, man. I think he's a he's, human he's instrument. He's a fucking robot, yo. Like he, uh, like he <sighs> hits notes so pitch, like literally pitch perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. We, one of the first things I ever watched on an HGTV, because um, <clears throat> we didn't have any channels, um, was whatever was coming over the air and this one channel, I think it was Palladium played a bunch of concerts. Oh, I love Palladium. Which is now MTV yeah. live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they were playing at Jason Mraz live show in Chicago and he sounded every bit as good as the CD. Like usually it, one of the reasons I'm not a huge live show guy is there's always some sort of quality loss in the, in the music. Yeah. I realize it's a different, it's the atmosphere as well as just the music, but the musical purist in me, you know, always, hates that and when a band can sound live like they do on disc which is pretty rare switchfoot does that too for, for being, if i'm mm. being honest not that mm -hmm. switchfoot needs my promotion mm -hmm. i'm sure dicer is mm -hmm. doing it enough 
for he all is, of us. He is. In every show, he some manages to put Switchfoot on. I on saw Switchfoot with. <laughs> I saw him when they only still had only three people in the band. This is like 2001, maybe 99. Um, and they made so much noise. They sounded like a six piece ensemble. It was awesome. Anyway, hmm. now they ha- now they have like six people in the band. So. Well, it's like Ben Folds Five back in the day would yep. sound like a quintet <laughs> because uh, I- I've got the DVD of the the sessions on Fifty Fourth Street, and because that that drummer had such a great voice and he could and and because the piano is so percussive, and because and, he has Ben Folds has five arms. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. And he's he, you know, he's he's blowing into the the fucking uh I forget that instrument where you uh where you blow into it but it's a keyboard, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, the penis. Yes, ah, penis. the penis. Oh, the penis. Oh, the not the guitar. The, the flute, My penis. The flute guitar. Flute flute keyboard. <clears throat> I don't know. The didgeridoo. And then he's like he's he's taking a guitar pick to the the piano strings and all that shit. And the fucking bassist is using a bow on his his upright bass. That fucking that original lineup of Ben Folds Five was maybe my favorite trio of all time. Yeah, it's got to be up there with Nirvana, I guess. Mm. Did you see my new poster? I did. It looks wow. like oh, it's Overlook. I, there's a glare. I couldn't quite yeah, read. Yeah, I can't. Uh, but it's come visit the Overlook Hotel. Nice. It's the it's. It's the best alternative poster uh, for The Shining that I found. Mm. Nice, I love it. Nice. It's not. It's not spooky either. It almost is welcoming. It looks yeah. cozy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I oh. want to go there, and I and yet I know that I don't. <laughs> <clears throat> none, none of them hold a candle to the haunting with uh, Catherine Zeta Jones from nineteen. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, the one exactly. where Owen Wilson gets his his fucking head chopped off by a weird fireplace demon i saw that movie once at hollywood 27 i built a print and i thought boy these effects are dated already yeah That's directed by speeds yon debont of all uh, people yeah. uh you this was this was when you knew you didn't know exactly how a movie was like when i was at williamson square and we slammed on a movie i knew that was huge like everywhere because we weren't that kind of theater you get to Hollywood 27 and the haunting sells out like three auditoriums uh, on a Friday and a Saturday night. And you're I like, was this there. Movie must, this movie must be killing it. And it's like, it, I think it did okay, but it wasn't like to the, to the, to the point that you're like, Oh, it must be selling out everywhere. This movie is doing gangbusters. So that was uh Lily Taylor, right? Mm-hmm. Was, was uh, the lead. And then Owen Wilson, Catherine Zeta Jones was like the, uh, she was a lesbian, wasn't she? A lesbian um, or I don't a lesbian? Neeson's was the uh, wasn't he the doctor in that one? He was in yeah. that, yes. But there was also another haunting that came out. Was it that year? Like, yeah, it was the House on Haunted Hill. Yeah, that's the one, which was also yeah. bad. Which that was one the was remake, awful. the remake of the Vincent Price movie that came out in the sixties, right? Yeah, yeah, which 
I watched recently and was like, okay, back in the sixties, this might've been good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Does it not yeah. hold up? I remember liking it, but I know that the skeleton effects and all that weird shit. Was, it, was it, really the effects dated. are one thing. And the, I mean, the, it's, it's an entirely too simple story. Like it's one of those where at the beginning it, 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 it kind of tells you where it's going. So I actually was sitting there guessing at where, where everything was going, but they just kind of told you what was happening. (laughs) And then by the end of it, you're like, Oh, so there was no twist. It was just kind (laughs) of, you know, Vincent Price wants to kill his wife. And, you know, uh, the, the original haunting, uh, is, uh, is good, but. Okay. uh, That's the good one. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh oh! So House on Haunted Hill, the remake, Famke Janssen. Oh, Jeffrey Rush was the the mad scientist, right? Mm-hmm. I believe the House on Haunted Hill also had. For some reason, I remember a scene where a guy's trying to jump up and down on an elevator to like when it's when it's in free fall, thinking that it will save him when, before it crashes. Ah, uh, that sounds familiar. And I can't Don't forget, there was also the, the movie Thirteen Ghosts around this yeah, time. I do. I, remember love, I love Thirteen Ghosts. Tony <laughs> Shalhoub together for me. Fucking Matthew Lillard, baby. Mm-hmm. They all looked exactly the same. They all looked. They had the same color palette, the same like campy acting, the mm-hmm. same like weird effects. I can't even describe nineteen ninety nine. Uh, horror effects where there's slow motion sometimes you know what i'm talking mm-hmm. about like there's just mm-hmm. weird random slow motion yeah uh peter gallagher was in the, the uh, house on Haunted hill tay diggs oh Allie larder yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know why i'm doing that <laughs> i don't either uh and lisa loeb uh, yeah this is just one of her nine stories mm-hmm <laughs> yeah Lisa that's Loeb nice. and Nine Stories. Yes, no, that's mm-hmm. that's solid. He says let's be can't, and we laugh for five minutes. I make a solid mm-hmm. pun, and I, I get like a nod, a I nod no, of I, understanding. I, I'm feeling you. Have you seen that Geico commercial with Lisa Loeb, by the way? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's cringy. It is cringy, but she, how does she look the exact fucking same as she She did? looks a little older, but she looks great. She looks very age-defying, for sure. Mm-hmm. She looks, yeah, a little older, but fucking stay was like 1994. Yes, but she was nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, remember, remember that time where Lisa Loeb was having a like difficult time finding a boyfriend? Remember that she was had a, a VH1 thing. Show. Was, remember that was a story. And I was just like, oh, really? Lisa yeah. Loeb has a has difficult difficulty getting dates. Okay, well, we've got us uh, no, getting had- acceptable people. She had a VH1 dating show, like a Flava Flav thing. Shot mm-hmm. in love with Tila Tequila. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. You were like Flava one of those girls Flav. from Flavor of Love. I'll kill you! I'll kill you! <laughs> <laughs> Dickish decisions was the phrase. Um, and if you're on a roll narrating and you get to dickish decisions... <laughs> Ah, yes. it's the S sounds and the SH sounds. That it you is eat a fucking dick, man. And they go like this when you when you write a phrase like "dickish decisions." Yeah, the, that the was totally. Ones, though, I'm going to blame the blame the Brit for that one. The worst ones, though, are not necessarily the words that 
don't seem like they go together. It's the ones where the sentence is long and, and there are fluctuations that you have to find yeah. in them that are the hardest. There was one on one of the commercial sins where it was just like, if you were to read this correctly, and I had to read it several times to make sure that I was getting everything right, because there were all sorts of clauses that changed the ten- the tenor of everything that you're doing. And I was like, I would get to a point where I was like, all right, here's where the change is. And then I'd fuck it up. And then I'd, <laughs> I'd swear a bunch. And, uh, and, and, and I would, all right, all right, I know what I need to do now. And then you get into it and you forget again. And then it was like, and then it was like, you know, like I was kept getting it right to the right point. And then I would get that part right. And the next part wrong. And it was like, God fucking damn it. My beef with Spielberg's West side story has never been the, the original is perfect. Let's leave it alone. My beef has been. <laughs> Steven Spielberg is making a fucking West Side Story movie. That's mm-hmm. just yeah. dumb. That's dumb. I don't right. care. That's like I said on Twitter, I'm going to need both of you to say, Jeremy, it's an A-plus Oscar contender home run of a movie before I even think about watching that shit. But I do love the original. Mm-hmm. You're going to watch and the, I- uh, speaking of uh, Oscar bait, you're going to watch the uh, Kristen Stewart, uh, Princess Diana thing? Oh, yes, but I... I bet you good money I don't have a good time because I don't know her story very well and British accents, sorry, Ian, are harder for me to hear than Mm -hmm. American accents. Just in terms of, well, it just adds another, female voices are hard for me to hear in general, but with an accent, it's not just British. Anything that's non-English, non-Americanized English is is harder for me, even harder than English. Um, But I think she's great. And it's got good buzz. I liked Jackie. That's the director's previous movie. For for a long time now, they've been casting British people as Americans, uh, like real Americans for a really long time. And it's because <clears throat> they're better at doing this shit than we are. Uh, so it's kind of weird that somebody was like, I'm going to do a Diana movie and I'm going to start, I'm going to put Kristen Stewart in there as princess, Di- you know, that maybe she was the only one who could get capture the look, I guess. I don't, I know. don't know. I mean, the makeup and, and hair are doing a lot, but she doesn't look like her. Not and really. I think even stature wise, if you put them side by side, I think princess dies a lot taller than Kristen Stewart is. Um, but you know, I, I guess I'll watch it. I did watch that licorice pizza trailer, and I don't know. They're good. Looked uh, very almost famousy to it me. It kind of looked like a cross between almost famous and um... yeah, that other one I can't think of. The That's comedy, right. the the uh, the girls stay that... the same age, and I oh, oh like days confused. Football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I see what you mean. I said um, this, women stay the same age and Ben Affleck plays football. Is that even correct? Does he play football in that movie? Uh, he does, yes. Okay, but I mean, excellent. not in the movie. He is a high school football player. But Okay, he, that's, that's good enough. We don't really see him play football. Yeah, I've only seen that, that movie goes out like to once. Paddle people. Yeah, there's a point in there where, um, where uh, I always get the Londons messed up. I think it's Jason London. Uh, the, uh, the Jason London, uh, uh, like after, after the kid gets his paddles and everything, he's like, guy's a dick. And he's like, yeah, yeah. He's kind of, he's kind of a joke or whatever. He's like, but, but he's a pretty good guy to have blocking for you. If you're out there, you know, and playing football or whatever. (laughs) I wonder Uh, if there's a joke we can make somewhere someday in a stand about like Jeremy London playing Jason London 
<laughs> we'd have to find i mean it would be fun i mean we might do days to confuse someday who knows i mean it might be a good one to do uh i swear have- not only do they look so similar their acting is so similar like mm-hmm. they're they are interchangeable for me i'm not trying to be a dick well, about yeah in the same there's way a, there's a london joke in the uh in va- uh, the uh justice league where I was like a mall rats joke, where I had to. <laughs> yeah, who wants to watch mall rats? <laughs> yeah, well, it, it was like I had to rewatch the scene where Jason Lee and one of the London boys gets together. <laughs> That's, right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. Every single movie this time is Captain Ron. Sweet, sweet. I feel uh, like this is a vicious cycle of us like getting back at each other for like red eye. And fucking heavyweights. Well, <laughs> except I've <laughs> I've Ron. hamstrung myself by <laughs> declaring I'm going to stick to these years for a while. So I, you know, there's only so many years in 1990 that I can like zing Barrett with. Uh, so you know, I have to I have to <laughs> dig pretty deep. <laughs> <laughs>